What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We spent the entire day yesterday outside in the yard. You and the tractor, me with the hula ho, and doing a million other things. <laughs> Redigging water wells around the trees and pulling up those freaking weeds. Why, why is it even a thing to put plastic down under rocks where I don't know a single person to where those weeds don't grow through the plastic? There has to be another way. And, and that's why I tried spreading some pre-emergent and stuff to help with that, and I didn't do shit. Like, I'm almost wondering if we should remove all the rocks, lay down a really thin slab, and then just put the rocks on top right. of the concrete. But even that, I guess if you were to walk on it, if it's too thin, then you would just break it anyways. So yeah. There doesn't seem... There's something, though. There's a gentleman's house when we're going down Ranchero. Mm-hmm. I want to stop by his house because he has this giant backyard and... It almost looks as though he has some kind of concrete or there's some kind of barrier between the dirt and the world Mm -hmm. and you never see a single weed. And I'm dying to know what that is. I think he did a mixture of cement and rocks. Like he poured cement all up and down it and then put rocks in it. Well, one one of these days I will (laughs) stop by his house and I will ask to have a tour of his backyard to see exactly what it is because it looks incredible. That's actually not what we're talking about today. Today, I want to talk about the compound effect because what I'm about to say might blow your mind. And Clint, I think that you might even find it unbelievable. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, Clint. Yes. If (laughs) I were to ask you, Mr. Walton, would you rather me give you $3 million today And that's all I'm going to give you. Or would you rather I give you one penny today and we will allow it to double in currency over the course of 31 days? Which one would you prefer? Because I know the answer to this, I would take the penny. Why? Because it's going to compound throughout that 31 days into millions or I think it's millions of dollars and even more so than that $3 million. Now, most people, I actually had to do the math on this myself the first time that I heard it. And it seems crazy. And this is, this also goes to show something you and I were talking about because with us being what I believe to be in the midst of a recession, you were talking to me about a lot of chatter that's going on at work and people wanting to pull all their funds from their retirement plans and um, just kind of having this, this understandably, this notion of not knowing what to do with money, thinking that it's all going to just disappear. And of course, not understanding the markets and how longevity works, and maybe not understanding the compound effect, it's easy for us to kind of get that sense of fear. And when it comes to this compound effect in particular, that yes, it's true. If I were to give you one single penny and we were to check in on day 10, it's going to be worth something like over $5. And if we continue to wait and it aggregates and it compounds by day 20, you're going to have five grand. And before we know it, come day 31, you will now have that single penny have turned into well over $10 million over 31 days because of the compound principle. And I think that it is so important for us to understand how this can apply to our lives, not only on a financial 
aspect of our lives, but especially when it comes to the habits and the things that we want to create and cultivate within our lives, because we often think that something is unattainable and unachievable because it seems so, so difficult and it seems like too much work. And we give ourselves all the excuses, right? I have work. I need to sleep. When I get home, I'm too tired. I have the kids to watch. I have maybe a parent to take care of. There's always going to be excuses that we give to ourselves. But when we're able to look at it in the most minute way possible, and we're considering the compound effect, then we're able to kind of put things into perspective and stop feeding ourselves the bullshit. And when it comes to that one penny, there are many ways that we can equivalent that into our own lives, whether it is deciding to walk 1,000 steps more every single day. And even if we started out with 500 steps more every single day, how, how cool would it be if every day the first priority for your day would be to just get in 500 steps? Because you know that if you got in those 500 steps, it's going to be 500 more than you would get in on a typical day because you've already added those additional 500 at the very beginning of your day. And I know people who have told me that they've never finished reading a book before. But I wonder what would happen if you told yourself that you're going to have that priority set aside every single day to where as soon as you wake up every morning, you're going to read for 10 minutes and that's it. Reading for 10 minutes every single day. Can you imagine the, I would, I would guess maybe five or six books that you'd be able to read in an entire year, depending on how quickly you read. That would be a lot more than you not doing anything at all. And what would happen? I know that there are so many Americans that are malnourished, and that sounds crazy because there are also so many Americans who are obese and overweight and unhealthy. But with the diet that we have integrated into the American way of living, we don't incorporate a lot of the, the micro and the macronutrients into our diet. And so it might sound crazy to say that as you sit there listening to this, there is a possibility that you yourself are malnourished. So I wonder what would happen if you decided every single day, your first priority of the day would be to drink a green smoothie and to introduce a lot of those healthy vitamins and minerals and, and just sources of healthy energy that you wouldn't otherwise get throughout the day. Even if that meant that you were going to eat like shit for the rest of the day, at least you were doing that one thing. And the craziest thing happens when it comes to the compound effect and how we apply that into our lives in every aspect because one thing tends to lead to another. And if you were decide to decide that you're going to put in 500 extra steps a day, I can almost guarantee you, especially if you're tracking it, which I highly recommend, that you're going to want to see that number increase and life is going to start to become a game. I know that yesterday I put in almost 20,000 steps <laughs> while we were outside working in the yard. And I, I think that it's important to understand where you're at now and eventually come to the realization of where you want to be. And we talk about the North Star over and over again, but actualizing that path between here and there. And it starts out very small. And, it, you know, we talked about zombies in an episode that's going to be published in a few weeks. And I think that especially where we live and where I experience life here in the United States, we see people walking around like zombies every single day and they don't even realize it. But something beautiful happens when we allow ourselves to just disconnect and reconnect with ourselves and to get back to the fundamentals of the most simple things. I don't know how many times I've seen somebody transform their lives and 
appearance is one of the first things that we notice, right? We have the bravado that comes along with that, the little bit of swag that comes along when people change their appearance. Those are usually the, the two big things that we notice first about somebody. And I've seen people ask them, like, what did you do? What's the secret, right? And nine times out of 10, I hear them say the most basic thing, diet, exercise, and rest. And when it comes to rest, like what an easy thing it is for us to be able to implement into our lives on a micro level. And I'm saying that because what if we told ourselves that, oh, I can't, I can't fall asleep. I know that Clint, that might be one of your excuses. It's hard for me to fall asleep. And I would challenge that by saying, okay, well, when do you usually shut down your technology? For Clint, it's his snoring on the couch. And then he turns off the technology and comes to bed. But I would encourage anybody who might be living in that same scenario to test this and play with yourself as though it was a game. And perhaps for you, it would be to shut off all electronic devices one hour before you go to sleep. Do you think that you might get a little bit bored if you were sitting there on the couch in silence, reading a book, looking at a magazine, looking at something other than a screen that lights up your face and fucks up the natural melatonin release? We weren't supposed to live that way. And as Ashley said, I am completely guilty of that. And, and it is something, it's very true. It's, it's those habits that we form over years and it's breaking those and it's just taking that one small step to start changing it. But it's the hardest thing is to convince yourself or to, to make sure it's important to you. When you make sure it's important to you, then you will start affecting that change. I think that's a great point too, because the opposite is true. Have you ever noticed that when you decide to test the limits of yourself and maybe you're caught up in a series on Netflix and your new nightly routine has been to dive into that. My dad and I are very comparable when it comes to our sleeping schedule. We go to bed early, we wake up very early, but I've noticed for him that when he gets caught up in something like that, just pushing the limits on himself a little bit, staying up 15 minutes later, then tomorrow, maybe 30 minutes later and getting in this habit of the opposite effect, right? We, we don't want the opposite, but it happens that compound effect starts to take its toll on us. And then we realize like, shit, I didn't go to bed until one o'clock in the morning. Then I woke up at four. Like that's a shitty place to be. But having this compound effect and not realizing that we're all running on algorithms. And when we cue into that and we see what's true for ourselves, then we can recalibrate it and we can start to reverse that. And then not only that, but we can start to install the habits and the micro habits that we want in order to live a more prosperous life, to be that person that's walking around like an actual human being and not one who's just in zombie land every day. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. The compound effect is actually something that I learned from a book written by Darren Hardy. I'm going to drop that in the link below. Um, as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>